how many false promises are we going to make this year? Ooh. Or do people make? And I was like, oh, gutted. Because really, when you start the year with good intention, but you don't follow up with a plan or action, it is a false promise to make yourself feel better for eating all those Christmas cookies. Right. But if you right. really get into 2023 next December and look at who am I that Christmas, that is going to now rewind. You have 12 months to get there and that's a lifetime. So that's how right. are you going to invest in that person in that future? Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith Austin and Misty Kerrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith Austin, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty. Ho, 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 Kimberly. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> this is crazy because we were super excited in the Christmas spirit, but then it dawned on me. Christmas was yesterday. It was yesterday. We can still say Merry Christmas. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. But Christmas got you thinking about something really cool. Yes, yes. You know, I think about Christmas and the gifts that are under the tree. And so today's show, we're going to talk about the gift that was under the tree. Now, I know you probably got them for your kids, your husband, your spouse, your family, your neighbors, your friends. But did you get something just for you? Now, we know that Christmas is the time of giving, but when you give yourself a gift, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> so we want to know, did you get yourself a gift this Christmas? So I want to add, because you, you bring up a fun point. Um, you know when you could make fun of someone? Saturday Night Live has a joke about it. Saturday Night Live has a joke about something. It's because it's already in the culture that people can laugh at it. And they have this commercial thingy where all the kids and the dad are opening up all these great gifts and mom opens it up and she's like, oh, a robe. <laughs> and then the kids are like, a new game. Oh, a new this. Oh, a new that. And even the dad's getting all this new stuff and mom's just sitting there watching everyone. Yeah. And um, sadly, yesterday we were at Natalie's parents and um, Natalie's mom had nothing in her stocking. No. Because her dad didn't get nothing for the stocking. No. And he usually does here nor there. But when me and Natalie got home last night, I'm like, I guess next year we got to make sure that we get her, your mom something for her stocking, right? Yes. yes. And then you said today, did you invest in yourself? And I'm like, maybe I'll just tell Natalie's mom, buy something for your stocking. That's right. And put it in there, put right? Because <laughs> truth be told is, no one can get you a gift more specific, more designed for you than you. Mm -hmm. And I know that it again, again, it's the, it's the spirit of giving and we're giving, but when you know there's something special, something near and dear that you want, sure, you can write it on the list for Santa or for your <laughs> loved one. But what if you say to yourself, I'm going to get myself the gift, a gift that I know would keep giving all throughout the year. And now's the perfect time to think about what you're going to give yourself next year. And so I'm really excited. I know Misty's super excited to talk about this topic because we just want to remind you that you are your greatest investment, that you are the source of your strength, of your forward action. 
And in order to do that and help you really achieve your greatness, you've got to invest in you. Mm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think you nailed that because think about it. And I want you to honestly think about it too. It's um, And the coaching that we sometimes do when we do individual coaching, right? It's all about what, what I did for others. And my cup is empty at the, at the end of the day. And there's, it's a, probably a multi-million dollar industry for women in burnout. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Would you say that? Would you think that with all the things? Absolutely. You think about, and, and, and men, we're not um, ostracizing you or not saying that your life isn't important. What we are recognizing is that women do a lot of work. They do a lot of pouring, a lot of pouring, but they so often fail to pour into themselves or get poured into. I had to pause because I was choosing my words wisely because I know that we do, we clean, uh, what is it? Uh, bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, you know, cold the kids, get off the work and do all these things. And in the end, we don't win. And so we want to just think about how you can make this year, the end of this year, planning, preparing for what 2023 is going to look like for you and how you could prepare to win in that new year by putting yourself as a gift on the list, on the check mark. So you're there in that new year. And you talk about this all the time and you have this amazing, uh, the Kimberly circle is what I call it when I train on it and giving people is the most important thing you could do to take care of others is take care of you. Absolutely. But sometimes we weren't raised that way. We weren't taught that way, right? It was always about everyone else, especially if you have a heart of service. Yes. And then add in. And this does, there is some, there is men out there or kind of in that same sort of vein where if you're always just serving others, you almost start to feel guilty for serving yourself. Yeah. And then we hear, and then we get confused, right? Like, is that selfish? Yeah. And yeah. then you hear, no, you got to put your own oxygen mask on first. So Correct. there's lots of different things out there. But what me and Kimberly love to do is this evidential, what works, not what's theory, not what people think, but literally when you sit down and we look at all the studies or we look at very successful people, um, what works and what we found is that pattern of pouring into yourself first so that you have the full cup. Um, one of the ladies I heard, and she is phenomenal. She was on The Secret, and um, her name elapses me right now, but she was like a poor mom, and then now she's a multimillionaire. But one of the things she had said when she was speaking to us, she said that morning, for the first time in her entire life, her dad led the prayer. Mm. And she was like crying, and she said, you don't understand. I have so much love and energy right now that you're probably one of the luckiest audience I've ever got to speak to because my cup is over fullest. Yes. And when my cup's over fullest, I'm pouring everything yes. into you. And she said that also helped her realize you can't give from an empty cup. That's you can exactly. only give from the overfill of your own cup. And that, oh, I got chills right now, but that blew me away because not a lot of people are taught how do you even fill your own cup and not feel a stigma about it or not feel bad about it. Yeah. That's everything, Misty. Everything. Lisa Nichols. Lisa Nichols. Look her up. She's amazing. Lisa Nichols. I was just ready to say I know that. you know her. Yes. Beautiful it's woman. Everything. And when you and I think when we as business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, again, it goes back to we're pouring into our team, pouring into our mentees, mentors, so on and so forth. And it's important that you do that. But you're no good if you're empty. If you show up to the table week after week after week and you're in the in the Brits or in the midst of burnout or you're in the midst of losing everything, 
because you're physically and mentally, you don't have the capacity. You failed. And I say that you failed. Not only have you failed the people that you're responsible to and that you're leading, that you're encouraging, that you're inspiring, but you failed you. And that's why me before we is everything. You've got to recognize that the center of that circle is you because absent of you, no one else could thrive. They, they could, sure. But the way that you do, the way that you exist, the way that you show up has a very unique position in this marketplace, in this world. And when we recognize that and say, hey, it's time for me to go all in, then you win. And so do those that you are entrusted to care for, to nurture and to develop. Oh my God. I love that. And you know what? I I, I love talking about you because I'm staring at you, but, and um, I was- You as in me or you, you as in you? I was talking about person. you as in Kimberly, oh. because this was funny. Um, One, I didn't go, but I did admire it. And I just want to tell you, I admired it was I got a text on Christmas Eve morning, really damn early. And it said, I'm already here, girls. Where are you at? And then someone said, oh, I just woke up. I'll be there. All of it. But you had a running club Christmas Eve morning. And I thought to myself at that time was like, they are, she is so damn good about just, uh, just making sure that you're showing up and you're doing the things. And I laugh because I know that you love running. So you being there wasn't enough, but you didn't say to yourself, I don't want to bother them on Christmas Eve. I don't want it. You didn't double check anything. All you said was, Hey, ladies, I'm here. And you even inspired some other ladies to get up and go. But really, exercise is a gift to yourself. Mm. And I know I'm the funniest one to say that because I complain every time you try to give me a <laughs> gift to myself on exercise. But I love that you allow that opportunity for people to give to themselves as in just getting up early. And there's a thousand excuses in the world not to the family. It's Christmas Eve. But by getting, being consistent every Saturday, but even on a Saturday of like a holiday, you were still giving to yourself so that that day, and you said Christmas Eve was even busier than Christmas. So you knew that day was going to be stacked, but you Absolutely. gave to yourself and gave an opportunity for the other ladies um, to show up. And I said, I was telling Natalie, I'm like, man, I wish I was more motivated. And then we we're doing this show today about you have to sacrifice. And I'm all, oh, it's the hours. now it's not about motivation. It was really about just showing up. Yeah, that's half the battle. And that's the value of even showing up for yourself by putting, I'm going to grab some random object under the tree for you, under the tree for you. And I tell you, it's easy not to, but I'll tell you this year, as I was out, not only preparing and thinking about what I'm going to get other people, I thought about what is it I need most? What, what are my dreams and goals and aspirations? You want me to make me stand up? What, Say what, that what? again. What did you think to that one sentence again? What do I need? What do I need for me in order to get to that next version of myself? You know, we're notorious for talking about getting to that next level. You can't get to that next level until you invest at this level to get to the next one. And so that's kind of my evaluation process each year. When I evaluate gifts for others, I'll tell you, for me, it's always, and this is bad. I have to say a little disclosure. It's a little bad. I'm always getting gifts that are building people up things are going <laughs> to help them grow so they can go I, why I do you really, think that's bad i really have the fun gifts and people always remind me well, well remember he's eight he might like a game i'm like well, mm, he needs to grow he needs to learn he needs to 
I love it. And, and it's not, you gave me the one of the best gifts last year when I couldn't exercise. You gave me something that I could strive for at home. And me and Natalie use it um, more consistently each, each month. I'm not going to lie. But the thing was, it, it was, I think you invest in people's future when you give them gifts. Yes. And what a beautiful thing to not think about just in the moment. Yeah. A truck car would have been nice, but a book is going to spark something. Right. And they're yeah. going to get that from other people. So I think having that, which is so funny, we talk about it all the time about being your brand, but sometimes you can't help but be so authentic about that investment in people's future and mm -hmm. having the gifts be intentional. Not that you're not a parent and what did Santa want? And I see parents are amazing with that. Let's separate that out to the gifts you're giving yourselves and being intentional and the gifts that you're giving others, the intentionality they have in them. That's right. You know, I have to, I'm going to go back to my little cousin. He's, he's kind of like my grandson, but he's a cousin. He is eight or nine, uh, forgive me, but he is a genius. When I say this is a genius, this little boy is animating on apps. He's been writing books for probably about two years. Yeah, about two and years. So, two years, two years. So I decide, and his mom goes, I go, well, what, what would he like for Christmas? She goes, oh, he's really into Legos. And he's really, I was like, oh, that's great. So when I go out shopping, I look at how do I invest in his gift and his talent and his passion. When he sits in my house, every time he's on his iPad, he's drawing books, he's making books. So I bought him this incredible, let me tell you, I'm so excited about it. This incredible art collection, pastel colors, markers. Um, it had, it had palette, it had everything. And when he opened it, his eyes went, he was like, whoa. And that brought me so much joy. I bought him a Lego set too. But <laughs> I was overwhelmed by his response of doing what he loves. And that's what, ladies and gentlemen, you need to think about. What is it that you want to do, who you want to become, what you want to have that you can invest in yourself? Think about I love that. Just say, I want all our listeners, you're driving, you're listening, you're running, whatever you're doing right now is, and Kimberly said it great, is to start to think, what do I want? Who do I want to become and how do I invest in that? That's right. The gifts, the gifts, the gift that's under the tree. And we wrote down a little, little thing to relate to the gifts. Uh, we said the G was your goals, right? Your goals and your dreams, right? What's the I, Misty? That your inspirations. Sometimes as adults, we don't tell our inspirations a lot. But have you ever met a kid like your, 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 nephew got God what do you want to be when you grow up right like how many things come out at that age I love when I meet like I want to be a football player scientist ballerina like so right what are like, <laughs> this, like the dreams that that you have your aspirations for yourself not and I get that and you should have that my aspirations are for my kids to be healthy my aspirations are for my kids to be happy and that's amazing but here's the thing here's the secret about kids they won't do what you say they'll do what you do so unless you start taking care of you, your kids are going to grow up to self-sacrifice only for others, not themselves. Yeah. So yes, your kids are important. You could feed them and give them all the dreams, but unless you're following yours, they don't have that blueprint to follow theirs because words don't teach us actions do. Absolutely. Words There's don't no teach us actions do. So yes. thinking about that is where do you want to be at the end of 2023 and start there. Don't start from a resolution of I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to Whatever that is. And, and Kimra said something at the beginning when we, you guys didn't hear this because we were prepping, but she said, Ooh, how many false promises are we going to make this year? Or do people make? And I was like, Oh, gutted. Because really, 
when you start the year with good intention, but you don't follow up with a plan or action, it is a false promise to make yourself feel better for eating all those Christmas cookies. Right. But if you right. really get into 2023 next December and look at who am I that Christmas, that is going to now rewind. You have 12 months to get there and that's a lifetime. So that's how right. are you going to invest in that person in that future? And so, but the first thing you have to do before all that is rewind and have some really great inspirations about that. Maybe you're you're not talking to some family members right now and you'd be like, it'd be amazing next Christmas. I wish we could all just be a family or I want to wear that dress or I don't want to feel like, uh, and a lot of, off. Uh, unfortunately, what happens, a lot of accidents happen on Christmas because people are tired and a lot of people get hurt around the holidays because they're stressed out or they're eating like crap. So it really is, did you feel, or do you feel good today? That's right. Did you have a great holiday season? Did you put on some pounds? Did you lose some pounds? But really looking at everything is measurable. And we could start today. I love that. I love that, Misty. And you you hit it on the nail because it's it's really intentionality. I think that's what you said. That's what I heard in all of this. It, we have to be intentional in making sure that we get to where we want to go. It just doesn't happen by happenstance, by accident. It takes some intention and some effort to make oh. it happen. All right. This is my new word for intention. Are you in 10 Chanel, meaning 10. Are you in at a level 10? Woo, to 10. Are you in at 10? Are you oh, just visiting? Oh, you got to oh. be intentional. You got to be in at 10. You got to be willing to do the things that's going to take to meet where it is you want to be. You've got to be in at 10. You've got to be committed. And part of intention is commitment in at 10. Are you in mm. 10 Chanel? Mm, that's good, Missy. You got me. I'm on 10 right now. I'm about to run, <laughs> get out of this chair and go on some movement, not just physical movement, but into action. I love that. I will be using that, Missy. I will be still. Oh, yeah, you will. Chair. I knew it. And at 10, you got it. You got and it. 10, Chanel. That's right. So intentional about your inspirations, intentional about your goals and dreams and your future, your future and recognizing that today matters. 24 hours, every single minute matters. Now we're not here to tell you to get in the grind and don't stop and and and, and just work endlessly and, and where there's no tomorrow, no hopes or dreams, you forget about your family and your future. We're saying be intentional, get in at 10, recognize that today matters. Even if it's 10 minutes of today that you look at your investments, you look at your future, you look at what you want for yourself today, start it today. Mm. right misty not tomorrow today today i that's i love that the gift your goals your inspirations your future and your today now yeah. you know us we're not just all here to motivate you i mean we're here to inspire you right yay but we're not going to stop with yeah let's get excited because it's not about excitement um as you know kimberly is the queen of what's next action movement and so we want to kind of now shift to, we hope we got you excited. We hope you're getting there, but what, where do you start? What are some of the, the things that you need to start doing even today to get to it's where you want to be? Because one of the best things I've ever heard is who you are today is not going to get you to who you want to be tomorrow. That's Your right. best you is not who you are today. That's right. So what do you start today to shape, to grow, to become that best you? Right. Well, Missy, I think I, I, that's a great question. And, and I want to answer. I want to start the, the conversation about how to get there. And I think the first thing you have to do, you have to do is evaluate, 
You have to take a look. You have to review. And if you've ever looked at our book, the um, how the millions of possibilities, taking your ideas from inspiration to monetization, the last step in that five-step process is review. But it's not the final step. It's the step that starts you back over again. And here we're talking about the evaluation. The only way you can get to where you want to go is to look at where you've been. Now, I believe the past is not your future, but it's a it, it's a predicator. It's a predictor. There's some things in the backside that you can look at and say, okay, where am I today? And I know many of you are very pleased with your life, but there are some who are like, mm, I haven't arrived. I'm not there yet. There's more. There's more. There's more inside of me that I want to accomplish. And so in order to do that, you've got to take a clear evaluation. We're going to advise you to step back from the car and look at who you are, what you've done, what you've been accomplishing to determine where you want to go, to help you in the determination of where you want to go. Because I know you all are born for greatness. Les Brown says it all, you know, that we're born for greatness, that we were designed for greatness. And in order for us to get there, we've got to recognize that. And I believe so often we say we're not enough. We're not good enough. This isn't for me, but sure it is. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, this is for you and it's designed and targeted for you. And if you want to see a better 2023, not just 2023, but a better life, Step back and evaluate where you've been, where you, where, what you've, what some of your missteps are, because those things are great learning lessons. They're steps to greatness. So now start with that evaluation process. Mm. I love that. And make sure you do something immeasurable. We like to use scales um, and we like to be specific. Um, and there's a couple of things that we could, we'll put in the notes. I know Kimberly, you have your F's that you do some evaluation on, on a, a couple couple times a month, you evaluate your Fs, right? Your, Weekly. and your Fs. Weekly. Weekly. Sunday, Sunday review. What are your Fs? Uh, woo, that's good. Uh, family, finances, faith, fitness, friends, food. Food relates to my nutrition. So I'm always looking at those things. And what's my future? What's the future looking ahead? And I always build, when I build future in there, there's educational components in there. And really looking at that to say, where am I? Where do I want to go? Mm. Where am I? And where do I want to go? So, And I love that you do that on Sunday. And it's just taking that look because you, if you're always measuring something, it's kind of like, I always use the scale because it's easiest for everyone to kind of get on that same page with. Mm -hmm. You don't accidentally gain 20 pounds. No. That's a gradual what you do is you don't measure yourself and how you're feeling your clothes or your thing you kind of start putting ignoring putting things to the past and then you sit on your skin and you're like i don't understand right but, you know like some people weigh themselves daily some weekly some not at all because they're scared to but it really is and that scale could be your your bank account it could be your business numbers that's right it could be your relationship so those are the things that you've got to do what seems to be quote-unquote scary because consciously and subconsciously you know you're not where you want to be you know, there's an expression that says what isn't measured can't be improved. So if you want to improve something, you have to measure it. You have to see where it is. And I'm a little fanatical with <laughs> with my running particularly. And people are like, wait, you're out. Why is your watch on? Why do you all? I can't go anywhere without this watch, because if I don't measure it, I don't know what I did or where I'm going. I'm lining up for a marathon here in two weeks. And I know that there's some work that I need to do in the process. 
And if I don't measure myself, it won't happen, mm. but I do. And I want to encourage you to do the same. We believe it's important. Do it from a place of strength. Do it from a place of excitement, not a place of blame or shame. That's I right. should have, I could have, I would have. It's COVID. Like that just, it's just excuses for us not to move forward. We stay in our sadness. We stay in our, it's never going to change. And you're right. It's never going to change unless we change it. And one of the things to do is to start prioritizing. Step two, start prioritizing those things. And what we love to say is you got to say no to good to get to great. And sometimes good is no good. You got to say no to no good to get to great. And no good might be, for me, what I've been working on lately is my portions. I got to say no to extra portions because it feels good in the moment or it tastes good. Mm. And so then I got a little trick to that is, okay, Misty, you could have more portions, but only of vegetables. So make more vegetables and less other. So it really is getting to know yourself and start prioritizing. Do I feel better when I eat or do I feel worse? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I feel better with what it is I'm eating? So you get, to say no to cookies and yes to a walk is not saying no to good to for great. It's saying no to no good to get to feel better. I'm going right. for that feeling. But sometimes in the moment, especially in this lifetime right now, um, we are so instant gratification. It is insane. And even we get locked in stuff. Like I can't tell you how many people gave me cookies this year. Mm. Where's my veggie trays? Right. Right. Give me a veggie tray. That would have been amazing. I don't know if they buy it at the store, right? But I get it's a thought that sounds we want to bake that in. But it really is looking into, and I love how you said earlier, Kimberly, is that those gifts of intention is, are you being intention to what are the things you're prioritizing? Because a lot of times we say stuff like, I've had a hard week. I'm going to Netflix. Yeah. Which isn't bad. Yes. But if it's every week is hard and you're going to Netflix, then there's something else that needs to change. And if it's eight hours of Netflix, then that's a problem, man. <laughs> Saying no to good to get right. to great. Starting to prioritize. If um, What are some common goals we hear around Christmas time? Health? Yep. Wealth. Fitness? Wealth. Health, wealth. Absolutely. People want to save more, make more, be more. And I'm sure if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, executive on this line, all of these things probably apply to you. Because we can always get healthier, right? We can always get wealthier. And across the line is eating out, saying no to eating out. Sometimes, oh, oh, and that new thing is when you Uber food to your house, that's not eating at home. Mm, That's good. That's good. That is so good. How much does that cost people a year? What's that? Ubering to your house. How much does that cost calorie-wise and money-wise? So it really is just evaluate, prioritizing some of those. We get, we're busy. Um, some of the most busy moms I know and dads love the crock pot. Mm. What did uh, our friend Sarah said the other day? It's like someone else cooked for you. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I love those quick devices. Crock pot, air fryer. They 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 change my world. They make my world amazing because I can do more with less. That's what we're talking about. You're prioritizing. Right now I'm looking at my office and one of the things I have to prioritize is it's cluttered. I got more books. Yes. Then I need, yes, I've read it, but right now there's someone that probably can't afford to buy it, that mm-hmm. if I could just give it to someone to read it, then that's also giving the gift. And my office is less, what do you call that? Clutter. Clutter doesn't yes. help my creativity. I know that. But yes. the one of the things I'm going to have to say yes to is downgrading some of the stuff I have in here. Quit being a, a book an, um, knowledge porter. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And I love it because you just did a couple things. Number one, you evaluated, you figured out where you are, 
what's going on, how you want to make a change. Number two, you're now saying, I'm going to prioritize that. I'm going to shift some of these books out of my office and move them into a new place, which brings us to number three, which is now taking the action. Now, how are you going to get them out of your house? Who are you going to get them into the hearts and hands and even in the home of someone else? That is the key. We're in a season where giving, it's all about giving, but we've got to make sure that we give to ourselves. And we do that by evaluating who we are, what we want to be, who do we want to become, where, what season in our life do we want to show up at, and then making those things, shifting things around. That's what prioritization is, shifting things around, putting the, the, the most important thing first. What is it? The main thing, make the main thing, the main thing. Yes. Or the one thing, the one thing you, you, there's so many philosophies from Stephen Covey to Jim Collins. They all say, make the main thing, the main thing, the one thing I'm looking at that book right here. I believe his name is Keller. I can't think of it, but we have to make sure we're shifting things where they count. If this year you've made a decision that you want to break the seven figure mark. Maybe you've made a decision that you want to bring in 12 new sales members to your team. Maybe you want to hire, not fire, but hire or fire some new staff members. What do you need to do? Starting with that evaluation and then prioritizing. I already set some goals. I've got new staff members coming on. I've got new programs launching. We've got this. We've got that. We've already started. And now we're ready to go into action. What is your action? Not, not just in your head, pie in the sky, let's write it down. Let's make sure it happens. In fact, we're going to include a link for a sheet where you can do evaluate, prioritize, and action. It's our EPA, EPA document that's going to help you clean up your organization like the EPA, clean up your organization <laughs> and move you personally, Mr. or Mrs. Entrepreneur, you business owner to that next place so that you recognize that your gift matters and that it's important. Mm. So I'm going to give you a gift. Here's a final tool. Are you ready? Yep. Quit saying I only have 10 minutes and say, <laughs> what can I do in 10 minutes? Yes. Yes. Clean your garage 10 minutes at a time. Yes. Get your exercise 10 minutes at a time. Connect 10 minutes at a time. Quit yes. saying I only have 10 minutes. I'm not going to start that and switch to, I only have 10 minutes. What am I going to do in 10 minutes? What can I do in 10 minutes? And then go do something, set your alarm and watch how your life starts to change 10 minutes at a time. That's it. That's it. That's it. I want, that's it. I want to add, but I'm like, that's it. I don't need to even add anything to that. I will. I will. Okay. I will. I promise. So in the past, I, mean, I have to add this on the physical side, because this is really important for those of you that have a goal of losing weight and feeling great. Society in the past studies have shown we need 30 minutes, 150 minutes of exercise per week, right? So most people divide that 150 divided by five. They say, oh, I need 30 minutes of workout. Studies have shown in the last few years that 10 minutes can be just as effective. You can break it down to 10 minute workouts a day. But let me tell you, I can give you a 10 minute workout that will whoo, rock your Kill you. Kill so, you. It's a 10 minute workout feels like an hour. I tried it uh, two weeks ago. Oh. It was intense. I was sore. It felt amazing and horrible all at the same time. I kid you not. It was just 10 minutes and my body had results. Yes. Misty, I see a theme here. We talked about in 10, be on 10, intentional, the 10 minute. Ooh, 
right now, guys, we want to encourage I'm you. I'm here in a program. Yeah. I'm here in a program. Right? <laughs> take the 10. Take the 10. We're super excited. We hope that you had a fantabulous Christmas with your friends and your family, that you really recognize the power of the gift, Ooh, and that you always put yourself under the tree. Guys, we are so thankful for you and we want to encourage you like we do always. Remember, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, Spire You. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.